Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of GoreCon, which we take the time to speak with small cap executives about what's going on at their companies. With us today, happy to have him back, Rob Anson, CEO and founder of Loop Insights, trades on the venture under MTRX and RACMF for Friends of the US. And for the first time ever, really happy to have him because he's the all-star this weekend, Brooks Downing, he's CEO of BDG Sports. Uh, they're a representation, event management, PR firm, operating on an international platform within the sports marketing industry. We don't need any uh, intro for these guys. So, gents, welcome to the show. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. Hey, glad to have you. You weren't on the last one uh, where Rob had uh, uh, at uh, T-Mobile. He had the uh, one of the women's basketball teams practicing. Today, uh, you guys are at Mandalay. And, Brooks, there's a fire in the building. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just put it this way the big west conference tournament is smoking hot baby yeah <laughs> you guys have uh, you guys always had that little extra spice last time was the tournament this time it was the fire uh you know awesome so brooks glad to have you here for the first time uh how important has loop uh and their technology been in the success of these events because this is the fourth this is the third one that's going on and you've got a fourth one with the pga one but how how important has it been to you to get these events going again? Well, I mean, quite frankly, it lets us sleep at night, right? I mean, you know, you're in a pandemic and you're trying to find a way to get back uh, to business and get your business back open. And when you're when you're when you have all these questions and not many answers, you try to put together a team, right? In our position, we're solution based. Uh, we're in the event management space, so. We're always putting out fires to, to some extent. And, and in this particular case, you're trying to figure out how to get sports back in the public eye, back to action. And you have to do so in a safe and healthy environment. So when we went to look for teammates to help us accomplish that goal, as uh, soon as we got introduced to Loop, we knew we had a perfect solution providing that contact tracing element we needed to kind of encompass our events to give us that, I guess that, that, that blanket, that security blanket, right? Like Linus used to carry around. It just makes you feel so much more comfortable having them as a teammate in this endeavor. But, but going beyond that, if it was just contact tracing, that alone would be amazing, right? Because it allows the events to take place and everyone to breathe a sigh of, of relief. But on top of that, you've also got the wallet pass fan engagement side. So not only are you making these events safer, but you're actually helping the event organizers or you know the hosts uh, generate additional revenue. What kind of feedback have you been getting from your partners, from the event hosts that you talk about when you introduce that, both the contact tracing and the wallet pass fan engagement side? It's really the next extension. And from our client base, we're introducing that particular element, which is going to be the future of Loop with us once this pandemic's a thing of the past, because it's going to allow us to engage our consumer, our ticket buyer, our uh, viewer at home on a one-to-one -one basis. We don't have another tool like that in our tool shed. So, right. so to have that opportunity to engage our consumer one-to-one -one sets us apart when we go out to sell to our uh, sponsorship and corporate communities to get them engaged in our event, we've got a differentiator. And we're always looking for that, right? You're always looking for that one hook, but the hook now doesn't have to rely on the sports content that we're selling. It's allowing 
it really sits in the area where we're able to hook that consumer on a one-to-one -one basis in a fairly large mass scale. So I'm really excited to watch this continue to grow as we grow and get out of this pandemic, more and more sponsors come back into the realm of, of marketing in and around sports. They're starting to re-engage now. It's only going to get bigger. So we're very, very excited about the future with that. Okay. You'd almost think you're reading the question bullet points because I, that I had, because I, I actually, <laughs> the next question was this event number four, this is your third basketball tournament at the NCAA. You got the PGA and those say, how do you see this relationship growing? So the great takeaway there is that far beyond, and by the way, I still think we're going to be in the contact tracing requirement for at least the next 12 months, at least even with vaccinations, you tell me. But one day when that may be a thing of the past, the relationship is going to keep extending. How far, because of the artificial intelligence and the wallet pass engagement, how big do you see this relationship going? As you're talking to more and more of your, you know, your customers, how big do you see this partnership becoming? Well, you know, we hope like everybody else, you know, you're trying to survive when you get into a situation that's unplanned for. They didn't teach us this in business school or in marketing school on how to survive a pandemic. And so, you know, we're, we're trying to, and I'm a glass half full kind of guy, right? So I'm seeing the opportunity to light at the end of the tunnel and Loop's going to remain a partner with ours going through that tunnel simply because I think as it comes back, it's going to come back stronger. One, we have survived. So that tells us a lot that we've got a good business model and I'm hoping that our content will even increase. So when we're sitting here working with the Big West Conference Tournament, the Big West officials specifically hired us because of our success we had on those early season tournaments, putting them on, keeping the players and the student athletes and the staffs healthy and safe and continuing to play after they left our tournaments. That was critical because yes. these guys, the winner here, as you know from the tournament, goes on to the NCAA championships. So, so it's critical that we have that. For us, we're hoping to increase our content, that we keep the Big West tournament, that we keep the new golf tournament, we add it back to our existing returning content, and we continue to grow because we know there's a pent-up demand to get back into this space, marketing dollars, sales, all the all that wraps up in and around these type of platforms, it's there and it's ours to be captured. And I think Loops is gonna help us be, it's it just a much different realm than we were entering the pandemic because of what we've experienced and how we've implemented Loop within our platforms. Rob, you're back in Vegas. Last time we spoke to you, you were at uh, T-Mobile. Now you're at the Mandalay uh, Event Center. We can see that right over your shoulder. Um, is is how, how do you see things going? Because it sounds like uh, the technology, the great thing about the Wallet Pass fan engagement is it involves, it fills, it fills in the gaps. Whereas before George would show up to the game, you get him on whatever you get him there to buy, and then he leaves. Now you're extending that relationship. Uh, what kind of numbers are you seeing, for example, even from the WBC in terms of fan engagement? Uh, what, kind of, what kind of engagement have you seen at these events, WBC? that gets you know, host sponsors excited about working with you? Well, the WBC was a huge success. I mean, the, the numbers, and we'll put those out shortly here, um, they were unparalleled and unprecedented. I mean, I've never seen such high percentage. Obviously you've got kind of a cult following with WBC, but 
ultimately, George, it's the same side here, whether you're talking about NCAA, PGA, NBA, Major League Baseball, whatever that may be. Uh, everyone's looking to, one, reopen, two, create new line revenues through sponsorships and engagement. And we see this as Loop being the next devolution of fan loyalty and real-time activations for all these digital sponsorships. When we start to look at the opportunities here in Vegas, obviously we've got the, you know, the conventions are desperately looking to reopen, which is kind of an anchor for their business here. Uh, we've got all the shows that are looking to reopen, of course. Um, things are still only at 35% capacity. Sure. So, I mean, there's a lot of money being left on the table. There's been a, you know, a great impact here in the economy. Um, you know, so it's a huge opportunity for us. Obviously these, you know, corporations and stuff, it's a bit of a slow sell cycle, but, uh, you know, the good news is we're still at the table and looking to lend a hand. And obviously with the event here and, you know, the spectacle of the whole thing that Brooks has put on with big West, uh, it couldn't be a better scenario. Last time you were there, one thing you were really excited about was the fact that because you had a live environment, you were able to do demos. Uh, for a lot of different interested parties. You're back in Vegas. Fair to say that you're doing more demos again, maybe even repeat demos to people you saw the first time and new demos to, to obviously new new teams and places that are discovering Loop. Yeah, as Brooke said, I mean, there's a huge pent-up demand for travel. I mean, everyone that I've spoken to down here is like over the moon excited to be back live in Vegas. Uh, which is great, of course, for, for the economy here and the folks working. But, you know, where, where we really see the opportunity now is, to your point, these teams, leagues are now getting ready to reopen at capacity. Uh, the Vegas Knights here just opened up this week with 15%, uh, expected to hit 35, I believe it is, in two weeks. Uh, and, and forward we go. So the conversations have really shifted from contact tracing now to consumer fan experience, uh, digital activation, sponsorship. Uh, everyone's looking for that, as, as Brooks alluded to, that one-to-one -one experience and data segmentation ability that Loop provides with its AI in the wallet pass. That's really the key as we move forward. The pandemic will be you know, a distant memory here in the next couple of years, but this is now about the next evolution of fan engagement and loyalty. Brooks said, uh, he hasn't seen anything like uh, your Loops Wallet Pass fan engagement technology. Are you hearing the same thing when you're talking to the kind of organizations and enterprise that you're speaking to in Vegas? Are you hearing the same thing or are they telling you, hey, Rob, this is great, but we've also got Georgecom here and they've got a pretty good offering. So you're really, you know, in the thick of it. How does the, how does the competition look like in the space? Or is it like Brooke said, there just isn't anything else like there? Yeah, no, there is. I mean, of course, you know, there, what our ability to do as a, as a data company, first and foremost, is be able to connect all these interoperable data points. So as we look towards establishing customer lifetime value, for example, today, that's all based upon George's season ticket purchase history. So George has been a season ticket holder for 12 years. He's written a check for 122 grand or whatever that number comes out to. That's the value of George. With our wallet pass technology connecting to all of the IT infrastructure in the building, we're now able to say, here's George from a season ticket holder point of view, uh, a walk-up point of view, stub hub, in-seat ordering, food and beverage, merchandising, ticketing, in-app, e-com, 
we tie it all together and bring it to life. So we've got a truly holistic view now of George. We know how to engage George, what aspects and where, and when more importantly. Brooks, is that the unique part that when you're talking to your, you know, you got PGA golf next, because uh, I guess basketball season slowly going to come to a close here. When you present that kind of offering to, you know, your, I guess your partners down the road for, for other events, how, how blown away are they by that holistic view of George as opposed to just that, you know, that binary view of George they had before? That's the biggest struggle most of the people that we deal with in the corporate community in and around sports is understanding who that consumer is. What's their buying habits? What's their shopping habits? What's their cadence? Uh, how do they react uh, when certain things that hit them from a marketing perspective? And so it's the number one easiest attention getter. When we sat down in the room across the, the across from potential target, is to say, we've got something. Do you know who your consumer is? And a lot of them will look at you like, like who does, right? Well, we can help you understand who that individual is on a, on a multi, uh, multi-layered platform because of what this AI technology presents for us. And that one of the biggest things, go ahead, Rob. One of the biggest bad aspect there is it's always about the data. Right, we always we know that it's always about the data. The challenge is today is they've got, as I said, all these interoperable data points that make no sense. It's very cumbersome, and it's very very costly, of course, to aggregate, manage the data. The, the power of real time is everything, because you've only got people at an event for one to three hours. How do you maximize wallet share and spend? And then how do you use the data you've collected to retarget them? One of the key things here that we'll be working on with BDG and all the events coming up will be building look lookalike audiences, being able to understand those that are that intent, what are their habits, what's been effective in the marketing, how do we take that data then to build lookalike audience to do mass marketing to promote the event. So there's a lot of applications. This is just a starting point, as I see it. This was just focused on, hey, let us give you a hand, get reopened the doors here. Um, now that we're, you know, in the door, there's a whole lot of great opportunity here in our partnership with BDG. That's, uh, what I'm here excited for. Brooks, I give you credit for the fact that look, Luke developed the technology, but you're the one who really had to convince the first bubble, then the second bubble. Now this, then the PGA event coming up in April, how much easier now is it to bring this complete pack to the table and have the attention of future tournaments and events that hopefully you're going to keep partnering on. We got that first event done in Fort Myers and the second right behind it here in Las Vegas back in November and word hit the street that we executed what we intended to execute and did it in the manner that we did it. It became our sales tool. And so now it's not just a, a situation that we have to go out and present hey, here's what I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring the testing. I'm going to bring the, the contact tracing. I've got this and that and the other. Now they say, hey, we want the package. We've heard what BDG Sports can provide. Come on. And so it's, it's more or less they have the confidence in us because of our, our track history with this product. 
I know you can't project Brooks, but you've got uh, there are a number of tournaments, golf tournaments that are going to be coming up now and right through to the fall when hockey season starts again. Because I know hockey's your repertoire as well. Do you expect to have more success uh, in those verticals in golf? I mean, hockey's probably too early right now, but in the golf vertical, as as basketball starts to fade in, in the next month or two. Uh, My entire goal, like we were talking a little bit uh, earlier, is to start transitioning as we get into the fall and into next year into more utilizing that one-to-one fan engagement marketing aspect of what Loop provides. That's going to then in turn make us more money. That's going to increase our revenues and our opportunities by bringing additional sponsors to the table. We just announced Duke versus Gonzaga here at T-Mobile Arena in November, the day after the U.S. Thanksgiving. You know what that means? That's going to be the very best single basketball game on the entire schedule next season. Could be okay, one I didn't realize two. that was already on your schedule. Hopefully they're going to have loop in there as well. Yes, well, I mean, think about it. You could have the defending national champions in Gonzaga, which is yet to lose. And so you get one versus two, and we, we fully implement this marketing tool that we have with loop. And now we've got, we own the beachfront property, the port side signage. We can promote it through linear channels. We can promote it uh, here locally throughout the marketplace. We can target both the Duke and Gonzaga fan bases. It's a global opportunity for us to maximize our marketing revenues, which we've never been able to do. It's tough when you have these, sometimes they're annual events, like a Duke and Zaga sometimes or like this big West tournament sometimes they're they're a one-off like Duke and Zaga so you really have to pour a lot of energy and effort in to maximize that corporate spend but now we've got a way to take it to the next level so I'm very excited we've got the content now we've got the tools now we should reap the benefit of that and we should reap that together hey Rob two last questions for you because I know you got to run one is uh, inadvertently, is it, is it great that you've got this relationship with BDG and they've got those relationships with these NCAA tournaments, which means, I mean, I know all ages are there, but there are a lot of, it's a very young demographic, right? It's got a good demographic of students and then alum. Uh, I would think that having the students means faster uptake, more virality, more people that want to participate in that. Is that a, is that a, a side benefit that you didn't expect, you know, six months ago? Yeah, it is. But I mean, part of it too, George, to be honest with you is, you know, as much as we're interested in the, you know, 22,000 people that attend live, there's millions upon millions of Duke and Gonzaga fans sitting at home, right? So our ability now to reach the masses is really the key, just like WBC, right? Obviously 220 countries uh, that, you know, the coverage of that fight alone uh, it opens up the doors to all the streaming, to all the mainstream media and whatnot. So, I mean, when you're talking about a, a localized event as opposed to global scale and coverage, we're talking 10x when we're talking about monetary value of sponsorship and reach. Because at the end of it, we package it up just like we did last time for Brooks and Team and deliver a full-on report with all the data. At the end of the day, the sponsors are looking for attribution and ROI and their marketing dollars. And that's what we'll bring to the table. And last question for you, because we've been talking a lot about sports, but you are in Vegas, the number one entertainment hospitality convention. 
how uh, are you going to be talking to uh, are you going to be talking to a lot of the non non sports potential targets this week? Yeah, it's been a very busy week. We got here Saturday. Uh, we met with some folks Sunday and yesterday. We're on. We got solid day booked for meetings day and tomorrow. Uh, we got a full on week here. Obviously, Brooks' team runs a tight ship. They've got great reputation and have made some fantastic intro intros. And John Ballister, as you've heard before on here, with you know with MGM. Uh, the doors are being opened and it's the right time now because as I said, everyone's looking to get back and they're in a better position now making plans to do so. Jens, thanks for joining us. Brooks, real pleasure meeting you. I mean, BDG Sports on his own, just an incredible entity, successful long track record of hi history of, of success. But th to see what you've been able to do to partner up with Loop and bring it into your vertical has been amazing. So make sure we have you back on. Let's do it from the 18th green uh, in April, but and hopefully there'll be no fires and no people practicing in the background. We just have to worry about the snakes there. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, hey, if, if something isn't happening, you got to create something because now all loop investors, when, when we do these, you know, on-site kind of interviews are expecting some kind of, uh, some kind of action. But guys, thanks, congratulations. Wish you great success on this event at uh, at Mandalay, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, George. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Rob Anson, CEO of Loop Insights, trades on the venture under MTRX, and for our friends in the U.S., RACMF, and Brooks Downing, CEO of BDG Sports. Make sure you do your due diligence. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.